Welcome back to the Red Tail Talk Show. Yes, we made it to a second episode. I am your host, of course, Drew Holcreep. And as always, alongside me, Dan Suzak. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. It's a little bit of a rainy day, but you know, that's not bringing down our moods at all because we made it to episode number two, we've, Drew. We've made it. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we are excited to be back for another episode with you guys. And we want to thank all of you out there who listened to episode one uh, for coming back for episode two. And we hope you enjoy this. And it's exciting. I know Dan and I enjoy it just as much as we hope you do. So Dan, give the listeners out there a little bit of a background uh, on yourself. I feel like we just talked about the podcast last time and no one knows who we are. Yeah, we'd never even mention who we are, why we're talking about. We're just two, we're just two random voices. No, but I work here at Hartford Athletics in the athletic communications department. I cover a couple of the different sports here on campus and I just have what kind of, what kind of sports you cover around here? So particularly men's soccer, track and field, cross country and softball. But I help around with a little bit of everything, help cover every sport that we have. And it's, my first very, year. very versatile dan very very, very versatile, versatile. Uh, j- jack of all trades i guess you can say yes but, definitely uh, enough about me now drew why don't you tell our listeners who you are well i work in the marketing department that which works very closely with you yes, yes in you communications um, and i cover all sports whether it be video or graphic design or whatever you need on social media um for those that don't know out there, I am also from St. Charles, Missouri. Yes, the good old Midwest. And uh, I played baseball here the last two years. It's great to be back. I enjoy being here. I, I love the school and love talking about sports. And that's what we do on this show, Dan. So let's get this show on the road, huh? What are we, what are we talking about today, Dan? What, what's happening on this episode? Yeah, enough about us. That's, that's not why they're here listening, but... We're going to just start by taking it around the nest. We're going to give you all the recaps from the last two weeks of men's basketball, women's basketball, and track and field, give you the updates, some key stats, key facts, and figures, and then we're going to just tell you a little about what's upcoming for all those sports. And then, Drew, why is this an extra special episode? could not have put it any better, Dan. Yes, this is an extra special episode because we are bringing on people to interview finally. No longer are you stuck with Dan and I. But rather, we're going to bring you two interviews. Not one. Not one. Two. Two Two interviews. We're going to talk with the director of the Hawk Nation Club, Ed Owens. And he's going to talk about Founders Day because Founders Day is coming up, Dan. Founders Day is coming up. It's a big part of Harford Athletics. And we're just going to let him tell you a little bit more what it is and how you can get involved. That's correct. And then we're also going to get kind of the athlete's perspective on it, as well as get into spring sports previews because we're going to bring on long stick midfielder Ryan Lovell from the Hartford Hawks men's lacrosse team. That's right. We promised you student athletes on this show in the first episode, and we're finally going to bring a student athlete on to talk to you guys. So hopefully you look forward to that later on in the episode. And then, like I said, after that, we will get into spring sports, including women's lacrosse, baseball, and softball to follow the men's lacrosse preview with Ryan Lovell. So... 
Let's kick it around the nest, Drew. Kick it around the nest, Dan. Yes. So we're going to start with men's basketball. What has happened in the last two weeks that these Hartford Hawks fans out there need to know, Dan? So let's go back to January 25th. Hartford going into UAlbany and taking them down 62-48, putting up a great performance against the Great Danes. Malik Ellison, 31 points, 12 rebounds. This guy went off that night and just dismantled the great in in a big game too. a big game at the time albany at the top of the conference they were up there uh we were tied with them actually and so this game set us apart got us above them and it was just a crucial win for us as we went into a hostile environment in albany it was a big win and also in that game too dan tracy carter breaking the steals record in a game he had nine. Nine steals. That's incredible. Yeah, nine steals. Just an incredible defensive effort out of Tracy Carter, setting a new school record and a new conference record, or it was close to a conference Second record? most by a player in the country, Dan. In the country. And most by an America East player since 1992. That's just incredible. Incredible, and he's top 10 in the nation in steals at the moment. Uh, he. That's, again, we talked about him a lot last episode, why Coach Gal wanted to bring him in. We talked more about the offense, but this game showed why Gal wanted to bring him in. He's a great defensive player. He'll get in, grab steals, and then be able to dish out assists on fast breaks. And this game truly showcased why he's a great two-way player. Yeah, but the, the Hawks weren't done, Dan. Next two games, they pick up two more wins, go on a three-game winning streak here. Mm-hmm. Starting off with Binghamton back at the Chase Arena at the Rich Family Pavilion, beating Binghamton 73-57. In this game, three Hawks in double digits, led by Malik Ellison again with 19 points and seven rebounds. Moses Flowers having a great game, 15 points, nine rebounds, almost getting that double-double. And then Hunter Marks putting up a solid 10 points. Big week right there for Hartford men's basketball, three-game winning streak. And of course, in their most recent game, didn't go how they wanted with the loss at another hostile environment there, UMBC. Of course, UMBC has had a good last couple of years in this conference. But Malik Ellison, however, another double-double. That's six on the year now for him. Six on the year. He's been a double-double machine, almost getting... If he's not getting a double-double, he's getting close to putting one up in every single game that he's played. He played the full 40 minutes against the Retrievers. And UMBC, it is a very tough place to go in and play. We unfortunately know that. But we put up a great effort. And there is still some positives to take out of this game. And, and more positives in Hartford men's basketball in the last two weeks. Of course, right now sitting third in the conference behind Stony Brook and Vermont with plenty of games remaining. But also Moses Flowers picking up the most recent rookie of the week. That's right. Moses Flowers, his third rookie of the week honor of the season. So that t- brings the Hawks total to six, which is a new program record. And it's also the most in the America East this season. Just goes to show again how incredible this freshman class has been. He put up 15 points and three rebounds against Maine, in which the Hawks won 55-49, playing in a very unique arena, the pit out in Orono, Maine. It's not where the Black Bears normally play their games, but it was a unique situation. It was actually a cool experience to watch on TV, just seeing kind of how historic it was. So it's always a tough environment, and the Hawks went in, Moses Flowers went off, and coming away with a win to finish off that three-game winning streak we were talking about. Yeah, I remember doing a double take when I was watching that game, and I was like, that's not the normal court I'm used to seeing. No, it's... They had some kind of event in the other arena, is that it? Yeah, they had a concert, I think, that night that where the main normally play, so... Didn't matter, Hawks came out with the win. It it didn't matter at all. It doesn't matter where they play. They're going to go in, and they're going to get dubbed. 
So moving along, let's get into upcoming men's basketball now for the next two weeks ahead. Uh, we want you to know what's coming up for Hartford men's basketball. Of course, the biggest one the big game in the, the next year. two weeks is tomorrow. Yes. Vermont, Drew. Vermont. Vermont. Comic-Con night. 500 lightsabers will be given out to the first 500 fans. Drew, what color are those lightsabers? Going they to be? are going to be red, as I said on the last episode, Dan. They're red because we're Hartford Hawks. Yes, we are. So for that game, of course, with the lightsabers, we're going to hope that all you fans that come out to the game, turn them on and flash them around a little bit during uh, pregame introductions. It'll be pretty cool with the lights out. But wait, Drew, there's more. You're right, Dan. There's also a TV drawing for students for a 50-inch smart TV. So you're going to want to come out and get a chance to win that. I wish I could enter for that. I would love a 50-inch smart I TV. I would. It would go real nice in my living room. But again, we still got more. This is a big game. We got a lot of stuff going on, so you're not going to want to miss it. We already talked about the lightsabers, the TV drawing, Comic-Con night. It's Vermont battle of two teams at the top of the conference, but... There's also a student $10,000 shoot to win. Yes, I said $10,000, Dan. What does this shoot to win entail? Students can enter. Only students. Sorry for you non-students out there. But for the students, you can enter in this. Uh, We have links on our social media pages. We're going to pick two contestants. And two people are going to have a chance at what they call a progressive shot, where you have to make a layup free throw, three-point shot, and then a half-court shot in under 25 seconds. And if you do it, $10,000 grand prize to the winner. Exactly. And if that's not enough for you guys to get out there, then I don't know what is. Honestly, it's going to be a great night. Again, Saturday, February 8th, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Hawks, Catamounts, big game, lots of stuff going on. Got to come out. After that game, then on Wednesday, February 12th, the men stay at home playing U Albany at 7 p.m. And that spread respect game as well. We're going to have spread respect t-shirts. It's the America East initiative. Um, there's one game a year for it. And for us, this is the game. So come out and uh, just join in in the festivities and grab yourself a nice Hartford Hawks themed spread respect t-shirt. And then to wrap up a three-game homestand for the Hartford Hawks men's basketball team, on Saturday, February 15th, the men play UMass Lowell, taking on the River Hawks at 2 p.m. at Chase Arena. And then, of course, following that, Dan, we got an unusual situation on February 20th. Their next game, they're going to go on the road, play New Hampshire, and that's a Thursday, February 20th, not a Wednesday. Thursday's not the usual time for the America East, but... It's not, but that's when they play. So those are the upcoming games for your men's basketball team. So come out for that three-game homestand and uh, support the Hawks. But now we're going to get into women's basketball. So over the last two weeks for Hartford women's basketball, it hasn't gone the way they wanted. Um, As we talked about last time, they were making some real good strides and you still see some good individual performances. Uh, But these last two weeks have not been what they wanted. Losses against Albany, Binghamton, Maine, and UMBC. Yeah, not the ho- not what the women's basketball team was hoping for these last two weeks. But again, they've still been showing some progress. They have been improving, and they have gotten some good individual performances, uh, especially Sierra Smith now 
reached 200 points and 200 rebounds in her career, which is a huge accomplishment for her. Huge accomplishment and there. It, That's pretty good. Yeah, she's been playing well recently, and it shows that she's put up that milestone. Yeah, and then getting into their upcoming games for the next two weeks, because our men are on a three-game homestand, that means the women are going to be on a three-game road trip. Exactly. Three-game road trip for the Hawks women's basketball team starting tomorrow, Saturday, February 8th. While the men play Vermont at home, the women will be traveling to Burlington, Vermont to take on the Catamounts at 2 p.m. Yeah, and then, of course, after that on February 12th, they're at Albany, and then February 15th at UMass Lowell. Yep. And then following that three game road trip, the Hawks return back for a three game homestand of their own starting on Wednesday, February 19th, taking on New Hampshire at 7 p.m. Yes. And that is a big one there because it is Founders Day. And of course, we're going to have Ed to talk about Founders Day here and speak of the devil. Here he is, Ed Owens coming in right as we're talking about Founders Day. It's the director of the Hawk Nation Club, Ed Owens. How are you doing today? I am doing well, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. It's a real pleasure to have you. Yeah, so we were just talking about Founders Day, of course, kicking it off on February 19th with the women's basketball playing New Hampshire. And for those that don't know out there, tell us what is Founders Day. So Founders Day is our uh, annual day of giving here at the University of Hartford. It's grown to the point where this year we're looking to bring in a thousand individual donors to support Hartford Athletics and what we're doing. So basically it's a 24 hour challenge. Any gift of any size to any one of our programs goes towards the goal of uh, reaching a thousand gifts for athletics. Cool. So if I were a potential donor who wanted to be a part of that a thousand that you're trying to reach, how would I get in touch with you or whoever to donate towards Hartford. You can go to HartfordHawks.com. It'll be on our main page. You can't miss it that way either. Every social media channel we have, uh, we're, we're really, it lives online. Or if you want to specifically go right to the landing page for Founders Day, it's HartfordHawks.com slash FDC for Founders Day Challenge. Uh, and that'll take you right to the giving page. You said this is going to start off Founders Day. So the 20th is actually the day, the 24-hour window, correct? Yes, so February 19th, it'll it'll kick things off with the women's basketball game that night. Uh, it's going to be an alumni night, so all Hartford Athletics alumni can come back and join us in VIP. Uh, we have a special promotional rate going for that, uh, so you can get a ticket for $19.57, which is a savings of over $30 on our VIP ticket for the game that night. That is one heck of a deal, Ed, if I do say so myself. <laughs> $19.57, and can you tell me why that's the price? Yes, so that is uh, the year the university was founded back in 1957 as we're celebrating Hartford's birthday. Uh, we wanted to do a promo price to tie it into that. Very so, cool. Uh, we still do have some limited tickets remaining for that, but we're encouraging all alumni to go online and, and check that out. Do you have any other fun facts or fun stats that we should know about Founders Day? Absolutely, I do. Dan, thank you for asking. One thing that really stands out, last year we had set a goal of, of 600 donors, and we weren't really sure how we were going we to fare with that. It was, at that point, our most ambitious goal yet. Uh, and we got 941 people to, to step up wow. and help us. Yeah. So this year, uh, we didn't want to take a step backwards. We didn't want to set a goal lower than what we had done before. So we upped it to 1,000. It is now our most ambitious goal. So Nice uh, round number. Nice round number. Nice big number. Um, but it's, it's what the university's total goal was last year. And alumni giving is really something we're, we're hoping to see an increase with this year and, and bring them back into the fold and, and have them celebrate not just what they did during their time at Hartford, but what our student athletes are doing now. 
It's awesome. Yeah, that all sounds really great. We have the utmost confidence that we'll be able to reach that 1,000 goal. We'd like to once again thank the director of the Hawk Nation Club, Ed Owens, for joining the show. Uh, but now we're going to return you to your regularly scheduled programming because we got to talk about track still. Is that correct, Dan? That's right. Track and field. Let's go. Drew. So what do you got for me, Dan? So back on January 25th, the track and field team went to the John Thomas Terrier Classic and senior Terrell Davis continued just his dominating indoor campaign, breaking a school record, jumping 7.48 meters to break the school record and finish second. Another school time. record. This guy is breaking records left and he's right. He's breaking records left and right. Every week, it seems like he's breaking the school record in the long jump. And one week later, Terrell Davis did it again, Drew. He broke the school record in the long jump again, jumping 7.62 meters, which I'll do the math for you, is 25 feet flat, and just wins the, long, wins the long jump at the New England Championship. I'm not very good at math. Thank you for doing that. It's fine. You're fine. You're welcome. That's, that's why I'm here, you know? Dan, what would I do without you? Uh, I don't. <laughs> All right, let's let's get back to track. Come let's on. get back to track. But no, he shatters the school record again. Just unbelievable. I can't say enough how just incredible this indoors campaign campaign has been for Terrell, and hopefully it transitions into the outdoor season as well. But that's not the only school record that was broken that day, Drew. Really, we had another. Well, I school told you record. they're breaking left. They're breaking records left and right. They so. are. They're they're having a great season. The women's four by eight hundred meter team. That team consisted of Halimat Adianju and then a trio of freshmen in Hannah Diorso, Haley Marcello, and Christy Jaka as they finished in a time of 928.82, finished second in their heat, but more importantly, Drew, broke a school record. Nobody can take that away from you. Well, it sounds like a very good New England championships. It, right, was, Dan? it was a great New England championships for the Hartford Hawks indoor track and field team, and they're going to keep that momentum going into tomorrow. Saturday, February 8th in Kingston, Rhode Island at the URI Coaches Tribute held at the Mackle Fieldhouse on the campus of URI. And then they got one more meet coming up. Is that correct, Dan? One more meet, and that's in a week's time from now. They are going to go back to Boston University for the David Hemery Invitational at the campus of Boston University, which is the site of the American East Championships. And that's a two-day two event, right? Two-day event. 14th and the 15th. Two-day event starts on 14th, which is a Friday, and then concludes on the 15th, the Saturday. All right. And we'd like to welcome onto the set our first ever student-athlete interview. We have Ryan Lovell, senior long stick midfielder for the men's Hartford lacrosse team. How are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Good. Doing all right. And so we just want to kind of know a little bit about the men's lacrosse team and what to expect going into this season. Dan, what do you got? Yeah. So just tell us a little bit about how the offseason training went. And I mean, you got your guys' first game is this weekend, Sunday, February 9th at Sacred Heart. So just tell us a little bit about that. Are you excited? Looking forward to the new year? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, we've been working hard for you know, the past five months and uh, been back a few weeks. Uh, had a really good scrimmage uh, against Fairfield was um last weekend so uh we definitely have high expectations for ourselves and uh we're ready to get going here no oh, sounds great we had ed owens on earlier to talk about founders day and we just kind of want to know what it means to you yeah founders day is huge for our program um you know we have we have some of the best alumni support uh obviously in the athletic department um you know and i think that's a representation of you know people's experience at hartford and, and you know what they, you know what they experienced through the program. So, um, 
it's awesome to show support. Uh, it hooks us up with a lot of, uh, you know, new gear. We get the new helmets. Yeah, the new helmets look pretty good. Yeah, we have awesome support from our uh, alumni and, and, you know, even on the team. You know, I think everyone usually donates. So it's, it's a representation of uh, everyone's experience and, and, you know, how they feel about Hartford Cross. Yeah, so just kind of go more into the season now for yourself. Are there any big uh, opponents that you have really circled on your calendar that we should be looking out for? Are there any players in particular that you've seen in off season that are really starting to step up and might have a breakout season? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, obviously, uh, out of conference, we always look forward to uh, Sacred Heart and Quinnipiac, you know, two big in-state rivals. Um, and then, you know, everyone in the conference is obviously a huge game for us. Um, but yeah, we've had a lot of guys step up uh, thus far on the defensive end. Um, you know, Two freshmen that have really been playing well uh, have been Andre Sock and Zach Buffington. So, uh, you know, we look forward to you know, what they're going to bring to the table. But, um, you know, we have guys that can make plays everywhere on the field. So, you know, we're really looking forward to it and, and you know, are excited about what's to come. Yeah. Is there any, like, message that Coach Martin's been really installing in you guys? Like, is there one common theme to this team this year? Yeah, he wants us to play urgent. He wants us to play fast. Um, you know, in, in the past, I think, you know, especially on the defensive end, we were reacting a lot to uh, to other teams and, and not making them, you know, you know, allowing them to make plays that they want to make instead of kind of forcing the ball out of their stick and, and, and putting the ball on the ground. So um, we've definitely stepped up our urgency. Um, and, and you know, that's what we want to bring in every game. So we're going to go into some rapid fire questions now, some real e- easy ones here, just kind of let the fans get to know you a little bit. So I'm just going to ask you a question. And first thing, in your mind, you just blurt it out. So, cat or dog? Dog. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite place to eat in the area? Ooh, uh, the Republic. Okay, okay. Um, favorite sport besides lacrosse? Hockey. Okay. You got a hobby outside of here other than lacrosse? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been uh, actually just recently picked up the guitar. The guitar, okay. Yeah, All right. Trying, trying to learn how to play. <laughs> cool. Not too good yet. We're <laughs> uh, if you could meet one celebrity, who would it be? Bradley Cooper. Favorite TV show? The Office. Definitely, definitely, yeah. It's an easy go-to. Yeah, of course. So now, funniest guy on your team, on the lacrosse team? Besides yourself, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, probably Chris Campbell. Okay. It makes me laugh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And then um, in the locker room, you guys are getting ready for a game. Who's got the ox? Not me. Not you? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Nobody likes the classic rock anymore. No. Honestly, it's been the freshmen lately because the the speakers kind of towards the back of the locker room. So they just they just grab it. Yeah. Okay. I think it's been like Joe Mikulski or whatever. I, I'm, not, I'm not, I don't really love it. I put my headphones in. Was- <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, they do all right. Uh, and then last question here. Who has the worst fashion sense on your team? Oh, Interpella. Easy. Oh. Yeah? yeah. So if you're going out to like, like a team dinner, is he like wearing sweatpants? He's wearing something weird. Like he, he's wearing like a long sleeve with a collared shirt over it. And jeans that maybe like a little bit too tight for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's not gonna like that if he hears this. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, 
Ryan, we'd like to thank you for joining the show, uh, being the first student athlete guest. And remember to catch the Hawks in action this Sunday at Sacred Heart, but also their first home game is Saturday, February 22nd versus Canisius at 11 a.m. Tickets are now on sale at hartfordhawks.com slash tickets or by calling 860-768-HAWK. You can also go there to buy women's lacrosse tickets for their first game of the season, which is also their home opener Friday, February 14th. That's right, Dan. It's Valentine's Day for the home opener for women's lacrosse against St. Bonaventure at 3 p.m. Yeah, we're excited for that home opener against the Bonnies on Valentine's Day at 3 p.m. And after talking to Coach Decker, she's very excited about this incoming crop of freshmen that they have. And they're just generally excited for the new season and they're ready to get going in a couple of in, in a week's time. Yeah, that's right, Dan. They're now in their third season in their program's history. And we're excited for this season to get underway. That's right. And now after lacrosse. Next up, let's talk about softball a little bit. Softball, they actually begin today. They play their first game. They're down in Statesboro, Georgia at Georgia Southern University, and they're going to take on Army, Georgia Southern, and Rutgers both today, Friday, February 7th, and tomorrow, Saturday, February 8th. And then kick it to March. Their first home opener is Wednesday, March 18th, as they take on the Crusaders of Holy Cross at the Hartford softball field. After talking to Coach Churchill, they're very excited about this season. They have another great incoming crop of freshmen to really help out their pitching staff. And that's what they're looking forward to the most. Uh, they also have key returner Danielle Rochelieu. Just an amazing season last year. And after talking to her also, she's not she's not worried about how well she did last year. She's only going to keep improving and she wants to get better. And I have no doubt that this softball team is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it was a... America East postseason appearance. They finished fifth, I believe, in the conference last year. So it was a step in the right direction. And now they're looking to take the next step and compete for that conference championship. You're exactly right about that, Drew. And now let's kick it over to baseball, which is a sport you know well. Yes, that's right, Dan. I do know it all too well playing baseball here the last two years. One of the best experiences of my life so far. Uh, and I'm really excited to now get to cover this team and especially their opening series because they're going back to DeLand, Florida, where we went to the first ever regional in 2018. Yes, they're going to open up with a three game series against Stetson on February 21st. Uh, that opener is at 630 p.m. and then Saturday also at 6.30, but Sunday's game at 1 p.m. So a three-game trip to DeLand, Florida to revisit Stetson is the opener for the Hartford baseball program. And then, of course, for those chomping at the bit to watch this team play, they open up at home March 10th against none other than UConn. UConn, the Huskies. Yes, the Huskies, which is a, a big in-state rival, especially in the baseball program, I know. Um, and it's been kind of back and forth. They got us the last couple of years. But prior to that, um, Hartford kind of owned the series. So uh, that's always a, a real good matchup. So for all you fans out there, mark that on your calendar. March 10th is going to be uh, quite a game to watch. 
In addition to all that, Drew, there is going to be more games played at Dunkin' Donuts Park in that is Downtown also correct, Hartford this Dan, yes. season. And one of those games, there's five games total, one of those matchups is especially important. And why, why is that? Why is that? I, I asked. I, I was asking. Oh, you, you. were asking me. <laughs> I literally asked you the same time you asked me. Because it is the first America East matchup to be played at Dunkin' Donuts Park on April 4th. It is a double header against UMBC, so be sure to come out for that one. That's right, Drew. First ever America East games to be played at Dunkin' Donuts Park. A double header against the Retrievers of UMBC. I think we're all very excited for that matchup. It's very exciting. The pitching staff has recovered from some injuries from last year, and they're looking real good, and they're just going to have to find the offense as is for any baseball team, you got to score runs, and more importantly, more runs than the other team, Dan. That is very true, Drew. That's couldn't put it better myself. So that's going to wrap up the second episode of the Red Tail Talk Show. Dan, I had a great time doing it with the interviews, and we're looking forward to another student-athlete interview Two weeks time, we'll get on, bring on another student athlete for an interview. Recap all the stats and all the storylines from women's basketball, men's basketball, women's across, men's across, softball, and track and field. You can catch us in two weeks on the next episode of the Red Tail Talk Show. Talks up.